Hi everyone, host Damian Anderson from Future Edge Cares Talk. If you have a question, concerns about Future Edge Cares Talk, stories to share, feedback to make Future Edge Cares Talk better, reactions to the topics the co-hosts discuss, jokes to tell, or someone you would like for the co-host to interview, please send them in to the co-hosts by direct messaging them on Instagram at Future Educators Talk, emailing them at futureeducatorstalk at gmail.com, or sending in a voice message at anchor.fm slash futureedtalk and click on the message tab to where you can record your questions into them. Thanks for supporting Future Educators Talk. Today, uh, this week is going to be a, a special edition week, which means we are getting prepared for the fourth season. Yes, we are getting prepared for the fourth season of Future Talk, which premieres on Thursday, August 6th, um, with a brand new co-host. As you can uh, hear, Damon Anderson is out today. He'll be back next week with another topic. So uh, today's topic is going to be about bubble balls and NASCAR. Now, this happened back uh, back at the end of June slash the start of July. Um, so... So I'm going to go ahead and read you, um, we, we're gonna, I'm going to go ahead and read you uh, an article of what happened uh, during that time. So, uh, so first and foremost, um, we're going to go ahead and say this right here um so the confederate first Bubba Wallace Jr. if you don't know who is Bubba Wallace Jr. is he is the first and the only black male african-american to drive for NASCAR uh the only one and back in June 10th um, he called for Confederate flags to be banned from all races. Races. So this just comes days, three days after um, Unified Front Against Racism at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And that was before his car had hit the track at Martinsville. And NASCAR announced it was officially pulling the bat- battle banner um, of a nation gone off its racetrack properties. Uh, so, in this statement, which I quote, the presence of the Confederate flag at NASCAR events runs contrary.
providing a welcoming and inclusive environment for all friends and competitors in our industry. Bringing people together around love for racing and the community it, create, it creates is what makes fans and sports special. The display of the Confederate flag will be prohibited from all NASCAR events and properties. End quote. Um, so, it's like they listen and they take action, um, which I really love. Um, because because of Bubba Wallace, because he took action. He uh, lead the way, basically. He lead the way of that. So, um, he lead the way. And then, a few days after that, a few days after that, um, So, on June 21st, Sunday, June 21st, it was supposed to race at Taba Vega, but it got rained out due to weather and mother nature. Um, NASCAR released a statement Sunday night, June 21st, that a noose has been found in a Taba Vega supposedly garage stall belong to, again, African-American full-time driver, Bubba Wallace. And it ended Tuesday, June 23rd, with the FBI saying it will not pursue federal charges after its investigation at Tontagaga found the noose form from a garage pool rope that had been there at least October. Um, late Again, late Tuesday, there was a relief among people in the NASCAR garage, some embarrassment among those same people, and gleeful celebrations on social media from those from the beginning had claimed that it was a hoax. Which I'm gonna get to that in just a second. But just but just two days after that, NASCAR on Thursday completed its its investigation. With the president Steve Phillips saying, and I quote, the news was real, and our initial reaction was to protect our driver. So, um, and they release the the, the, the photo of that Thursday. Um, so, of course, there is questions. So, did Wallace ever see the news? No, until NASCAR brought it to its attention Sunday night. Again, because of the pandemic, team roster restrictions, and the nature of a weekday race schedule, event limited of people were allowed in the garage area at all. So, and one member of the 43 team found the news, reported it to NASCAR security, and then took it to NASCAR and his executive team. So, 
Wallace did not see the news. He was informed about it. And that's what people don't get is that he was informed of the incident. He did not see it. He did not make it. He was informed of it. Um, of course, this was widely reported Sunday night and into Monday, despite what bubble was on it, considering this might tell you. Um, so, were the international officials embarrassed by the FBI, uh, the FBI court and how they handled the information? Is yes and no, with a higher percentage towards no. Uh, so, um, and then ever since then, uh, Bubba was the main. He has been on interviews and stuff like that. But <laughs> one thing that um, that really stood out to me, because I was at work, and this is what I think it was. This this happened Monday. Um. So. So, this happened Monday. This happened July 6th. So, beginning of July, about 11 days ago, like, actually, a couple of days ago. So, the president, our lovely president, attacked Bubba Wallace and Ascar in a tweet Monday morning. Off a tweet, um, and he also criticizes NASCAR's decision to ban Confederate flag from racist claim. It had led to low ratings. This is the the tweet that Trump tweeted, and I quote. Has Bubba Wash apologized to all those great NASCAR drivers and officials who came to his aid, stood by his side, and were fil- were willing to sacrifice everything for him, only to find out that the whole thing was just another hoax? That and flat decision has caused the lowest ratings ever. Okay, so let's let's just break break this down. So, has not has Bubba Wallace apologized to all these great NASCAR drivers and officials who came to his aid? First off, he don't have to apologize to nobody, um, because again, he was informed of it. He did not see it. He did not make it. He was informed about what happened, and then he took action. Um, so, imagine someone, you know, something is not right, and you want to take action. That's what Bubba Wallace did. Um, and also, first off, that's why you have that support system. So that you have friends and family and 
that will stand by your side when stuff like this happens. So, and again, it was not a hoax. It's not a hoax because, again, his team member was team member saw it and informed it and reported. Bubba took that information from his team member and he took action. That's why that Monday night at on race day they pushed his car. Uh, the crew members, all all the competitors, pushed his car to the front of the grid. Um, during the natural anthem. And that's why you see so many hashtags I stand with Bubba on social media. And that and fly decision has caused lowest ratings ever. That's where you're wrong, sir. Because actually, it wasn't the lowest ratings ever. It was from what I saw um, from what I saw was that um, it, it had the highest ratings because it was the only sport that um, was in action. Um, so the, the FBI investigation determined that the news that was in the garage was there as early as October 2019. Um, so it has been there since last year. Um, and again, like I said before, ahead of the Geico 500, NASCAR drivers rallied around Wallace before the race and pushed his car down the track of the field to support and on Monday he released a statement and I quote um, about um, encouraging the next generation to choose love over hate and I quote your words and actions will, will always be held to a higher standard than others you don't learn these things in school. You learn them from trials and tribulations, ups and downs, these crazy world fights. You always have people testing you, seeing if you can knock off your pedestal. And I encourage you to keep your head up high and work and walk proudly on the path you've chosen. And he added, the last thing always deal with the hate being thrown at you with love. Love over hate every day. Love should come naturally as people are taught to hate, even when it's hate from the President of the United States. Love reigns. And I quote. So, um, that right there shows, um, shows how crazy shows how crazy um, this this path 
two weeks has passed during this quarantine and COVID-19, so it's been crazy, so, um, so, Again, that's all I have to say about this topic, um, because I, I've left with no words, so, um, I mean, really, it's just ridiculous, um, so, until then, um, because it's, it's ridiculous, this really is, um, so, like I said, Debbie Anderson and our friend who uh, co-hosts will be um, we'll be back next week. Uh, we are during the next two weeks. We are preparing you for the season four of Future Educators Talk, uh, which will premiere on Thursday, August six, with a brand new co-host. Um, so make sure you follow us on all of our social medias on Twitter at Future Ed Talk, on Facebook at Future Educators Talk, as well as on Instagram at Future Educators Talk, and on YouTube on Future Educators Talk. So make sure you subscribe and tap that bell um, because you never know what may be happening. Um, so, so for next week, um, the crew will be back together next week. We will be talking about we will be talking about um, college students took bets on an intentionally spread COVID nineteen. Um, so stay tuned for that for next week, um, because it's going to be a, a, a tough one. Also, make sure you stay tuned next week for the season four promo, which premieres, um, which premieres next week as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, so the preseason special edition continues. Um, I am one of the co-hosts, Future Edge, uh, Darren Fretz, or Angel Fretz, and I will see y'all next week with a brand new episode during this quarantine, COVID-19. Until uh, then, make sure you wash your hands. Instagram and at underscore Damien Anderson on 
of course, again, you can follow us on our social medias on Twitter at Future Ed Talk, um, Instagram page is at Future Edge Talk. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Future Edge Talk. And make sure you tap the bell so that you can be notified when brand new episode comes out. And make sure you like our Facebook page at Future Edge Talk so, uh, so that you will never know what is happening. Because, uh, you know, you never know what's going to be happening. Um, so, make sure you stay tuned. Stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. Or otherwise, you will be missing out. Also, we are also on Spotify as well. We are on all Google. We are all Google platforms. We are all on all podcast platforms. So anywhere that you listen to podcasts, all you have to do just search up Future Educators Talk and then boom, bada boom, bada boom. We are on there. We are on there. We are on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're on there. Um, so if you're not, then you're, you is missing out. Like, you are missing out. But let me stop on rambling because I have to save my, um, save my rambling. Um, so for the questions, questions. So what do y'all think about this? Like, what is y'all, um, what is y'all thoughts about this? Um, because to me, I'm intimidated. Because the fact that that everybody is blaming him because they think that he is the one that um, did it. And again, he was informed about it, so he didn't do it. So why in the world would he do it? And he has nothing doesn't make any sense at all but until then I will see y'all next week um so my name is Dickern Andrew Fritz co-host of Future Educators Talk and this is Future Educators Talk see y'all next week Don't just listen to Future Educators Talk on your smartphone. Continue the conversation online. Like us on Facebook. Be a part of the conversation by telling us what you think. Join us on Instagram for behind-the-scenes content. And follow along on Twitter to stay up to date with what's happening on our podcast and beyond. It's you who keeps Future Educators Talk going. So like comment, share, and connect everywhere with us. You get social. Let's listen.